what you want to. Amen, amen. If we could, can we stand so we can begin to pray and begin to saturate this atmosphere? Father God, we just want to bless you. We just want to say thank you, oh Heavenly Father. Thank you for giving us this time and this opportunity. Thank you for giving us this space and this place. Thank you right now, Father God, for just ah, drawing us, oh God. For we know that we can't approach unless we're drawn, oh God. And Father God, we just want to say thank you for grabbing a hold of our hearts, oh God. Taking control over our minds right now, oh God. We thank you right now, Father God, for the desire that you're producing within us, oh God. Your word declares that if we diligently seek you, oh God, you would give us the desires of our hearts, oh God. And the only thing we desire is to do your will, oh God. So, Father, we say thank you for equipping us to do your will. We say thank you for giving us exactly what we need to accomplish your will, oh God. Your word tells us, oh God, if that we seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of your righteousness, all of your righteousness, oh God. You said everything else will be added, oh God. We're not coming for everything else. We're coming just to be in alignment and in agreement with you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now, oh God, that even as we push our way, oh God, push our way through uh, the turbulence, oh God, the hindrances, oh God, everything that's attempting to slow us down, oh God, from this mighty move, oh God, we thank you for giving us the strength, oh God. We thank you right now, oh God, for we may bend, but you won't allow us to break, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now, oh God, that you've given us your spirit, oh God, to encourage us, to comfort us, to heal us, to lead us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just want to bless you in this place. We want to come together in one accord just to say thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the preparation, oh God. We thank you for the equipment, oh God. We thank you for your word, oh God. For your word alone, oh God, is sharper than any two-edged sword, oh God. Your word alone, oh God, cuts going in and cuts coming out. Your word, oh God, is purifying us, oh God. Your word, oh God, is rearranging our thoughts, oh God. Your word, oh God, is causing us to yield, oh God. Your word oh God, is doing a mighty work within us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So we're asking right now, oh God, that you will continuously stir up our appetites, oh God. Make us hungry for your word, oh God, for your word declares, oh God, that blessed are those who hunger and thirst, oh God, after righteousness, oh God. Your word, oh God, is righteousness, oh God. We ask right now that you'll make us hungry, oh God, that you'll make us thirsty, oh God. Allow your spirit, oh God. Holy Spirit, we invite you to cause us to be hungry. We ask, oh Holy Spirit, that you will stir up our activities that will lead us to being hungry and thirsty for the word. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we just bless and we honor you right now. Father God, we thank you for all of the many doors that you're opening for the kingdom, oh God. For all of the many doors that you're opening for the citizens of the kingdom, oh God. For those that are 
venturing back into school, oh God. Not just the children, oh God, but, but the adults as well, oh God. For those of us that seek in higher, oh God, higher education, more development, oh God. Give us the strength we need and the dedication that we need and the determination that we need, oh God, to press our way through in the name of Jesus. Those who are on a mission to go deeper into you, oh God. Don't allow that to go forth in self-righteousness, but allow us to go deeper into you, oh God, and, and in the spirit of with a spirit of humility, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Purge us right now, oh God, from anything that's unclean, oh God. Anything that's unholy, oh God. Separate us, oh God. Give us the strength that we can separate ourselves, oh God. In the name of Jesus. We come against hypocrisy right now, oh God. We come against all that saying one thing with one part of our mouth and saying another thing with the other part of our mouth. We come against right now our actions not lining up with our declarations, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now, Father. We thank you for the healing, oh God. We thank you right now, oh God, for the atmosphere shift, oh God. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for the peace, oh God. But we can function with us peace, oh God. But we also thank you for the turbulence, oh God. That we're still able to go forth even in the midst of mishaps, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Hey. And Father, as we climb a little bit higher this evening, we submit and surrender to your will right now. Amen. To your authority right now. We just say thank you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the restoration of the kingdom, oh God. Thanking you right now, oh God, for the healing, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Give us an ear to hear. Give us eyes to see, oh God. Help us interpret and understand, oh God. Move us away from taking your word out of context, oh God. Give us the pure essence of what you mean, oh God. Father God, we thank you and we bless you. And it's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. 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 Come on, come on, man. Let's, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. As we get started this evening. Everybody, anybody ready to get started this evening? Amen. Amen. Come on, man. Y'all, we gonna, we gonna grab us a seat one time. Amen. Amen. We are going to get started. Good to see everybody this evening. Amen. Uh, we want to just take this time and opportunity to welcome everybody back to the Kingdom Hour Show. Amen. Uh, here is one hour of power. Amen. One hour of power, amen. Sometimes it's good to be able to pull over, amen, and, and get you some strength, amen. Anybody ever been on a long trip on out of town or something, man, and, and that sleep started to hit you, and you just got to pull over, amen? amen. And you got to get you something to what? Revitalize you, amen? You got to get you something to pick you back up, amen? But nevertheless, amen, welcome to the Kingdom Hour Show. Uh, we are devoted and, and, and seriously on a mission, amen, to draw, to draw people, to draw souls to the kingdom, amen? We want souls in the kingdom, amen? amen. And so that's going to lie completely up with uh, 
with what we're talking about tonight, amen. But before we get started, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors and supporters, amen. Uh, Miss Mamie Sweet Treat, Destiny Shine Records, uh, Kingdom Life Central, amen. All pre-construction, amen. We want to give huge shouts out to them. We want to give a huge shout out to you guys as well, amen. Uh, we have a couple of things that's going on, amen. This uh, this Friday and this Saturday, amen, I will actually be preaching over at Solid Rock Church on their revival, amen. So I need y'all to come on through, amen. That's the 27th and the 28th, amen. We need y'all to pull up, amen. And then on the 4th, amen, September the 4th, amen, we are actually hosting our men's conference, amen. Right here in the kingdom, amen. Women can come too. Women can come too, amen. We're going to let the women see um, what, what's going on with their projects, amen. They said we projects, bro, amen. So we're going to let the women see what's going on with their projects, amen. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, Saturday, September 4th, 10.45 a.m. We have some dynamic speakers. I'll be one of the speakers, amen. Come on, come on. One person, one person, Ain't gotta wanna hear me. It's all good. Then we have um Minister J J Thomas, Amen. He'll uh, Thompson, Amen. He'll be speaking, Amen. And then we got Brother Derek uh Sumier, Amen. He'll be speaking as well, Amen. So uh we are going to have a great time, Amen. We are going to have a great time, Amen. We're gonna let everybody get situated and we are going to dive into this word, Amen. amen. That word, that word, how you go? The word, the word, the word. <laughs> Amen. I thank God for his word. Amen. Anybody else grateful for his word? Amen. Amen. I, keep, I, I, I share this with people all the time, oh, Brother David, that man, you know, a lot of times people have something to say about the word. It's cool because people have something to say about everything, right? But, man, I'm just going to attest for myself and testify. This word. Really changed my life. Amen. Amen. Serious. This word really changed my life. Amen. And it's the it's the power and the authority behind this word. Amen. When you begin to understand what this word means, amen. When this word literally, Pastor Gistan stated this before. When this word literally takes legs and stand up. Come on, man. Amen. Come on, man. Hollywood need to do a movie like that. They do movies about everything else. They literally need to have somebody open the Bible and the word take form. We know the word took form in Jesus, amen. But we need the word to stand up. Stand up, amen. And begin to walk through the territories of your life, amen. And so, I was going to catch out one of those little videos, which is every time you say something out your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word. The word. Amen. Then, but 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 then, but
But look, that, that, that might be messed up too, though, because, you know what I'm saying, But because then it wouldn't, it wouldn't be like genuine, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be like a genuine thing. It's like you're always trying to keep the word on your on your mind, on your thoughts, so people won't really know how jacked up you are. You feel me? But that's how we do in church sometimes, brother Adrian, man. We come in church and we try to hide and you know, we put on nice suits and nice dresses and stuff, man. And, but anyway, man, I don't know how we got there, but we got there. Amen. So so look, y'all, good evening, good evening, man. We're gonna get in this word, we're gonna go home Amen. tonight, tonight, man. Welcome again, and we are in spiritual development part six, amen. I have to keep giving it to you as he gives it to me. Anybody Amen. been being developed? Amen. Uh, as development since we started, has this helped anybody? Seriously, has anybody literally or physically seen a change? Amen. See, I'm going to give y'all an illustration of what change looked like, right? Amen. I don't know if this old boy did so when I was in his barber's chair or not, but I noticed that on um, Brother Ron, Brother Ron, Brother Ron is a chef, y'all, okay? And he whips up hair matches, amen? That, that is a grease that he actually creates, amen? It's good for women to have too, for edges and you know, everything, you know what I'm saying? Everything. 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 For real, for real. So it's a, uni, it's a unisexual, you know what I'm saying? Grease that he whips up, amen. So I've been using this grease. I've been using this grease. It's good for dreads too, bro. You know what I'm saying? I've been using this grease, man, for about three and a half weeks now, amen. And you know, man, I've been seeing my good old beard. You know, I could put it in my hair and I could put it in my beard. You feel me? And I see my beard getting fuller and darker, amen. And darker, amen. Now when he do get, when he give me something to reverse these grades, oh, I'm gonna be all the way sold out, bro. You know what I'm saying? They're going to walk in love with it. It's common, baby. It's, it's common. common. It's common. great. The braid is, you can be your old school on the corner, drink a beer, and be great, right? Come on. But you can be having the wisdom of God. Uh-oh. And your braid, be silver. Oh, okay. <laughs> come on here, man. Platinum. What's your calling? What's your calling? 
You know, not, you don't know yet, but you know that there is one, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, sis, what's your calling? I'm a uh, prayer warrior. Okay, you are a prayer. Yeah. Prayer. Prophetic. He's taking me into the prophetic. Okay, we're going there tonight. We're going there tonight. Amen. Ron, what's your calling? I'm a hard time giver. That ain't no calling, man. Nah, bro, that ain't no calling, man. You ain't been called to give people a hard time, bro. I'm a Nah, that's not, bro. Satan tested. Uh-oh. Who tested Jesus? Satan tested. I ain't going to get God allowed him to test you. That's what I'm saying, brother. <laughs> the Bible says as much as it is possible, be at peace with all men. But if it ain't possible, keep your dust on your feet, brother. Come on, come on. What's he calling, man? Come on, for real. What part of ministry, bro? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, bro. You said the same thing. All right, all right. He's been placing it on my heart to preach his word. To okay, okay. Three. I like that because we're going there tonight. Come on, big bro. Uh, all right. From the foundation. It started off with music, but it grew into evangelism. Oh, we're going there tonight. I'm glad you said that. So we got the prophet, the, the preacher, we got evangelism. <laughs> What's your what's, what's your calling? Hey man, my calling is uh, being a prophet. That's to pray for my family, being a priest. That's to tell my family what God said. Prophecy, preacher, priest, priest, preacher, prophet. Preacher, prophet. Then we can be the king. That's the stage. That's the stage name. Coming to the stage. Preacher, prophet. Okay, y'all. Amen. Come, come on, brother David. What's what's your calling, man? You don't know yet. I really don't. Amen. No, I, I really can't say. I don't want to just. Say anything. I don't know. Amen. I, I feel like I could. I could. I feel like I could talk to people. I guess I could reach out to people. I don't know. Amen. Amen. Evangelism. 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 That's evangelism. I, mean, I believe. I believe that you know. You know each one. Teach one. Reach one. Teach one. That kind of thing. Okay. If I could. If I could reach you, I could teach you. So I. Believe, <laughs> I get you to listen. That's the other word. Come on. Yeah. Man. I can draw you in. Oh, bait and switch. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Brother David say, I don't really want to say nothing to anyone. He's so it. <laughs> I believe. I believe. I believe I could, could get your attention. Amen. I am attention person. Amen. You can grab their attention. Amen. That's fishing. That's fishing. Gift of God. Amen. I got the gift of God. Amen. 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 But look, what I, what I want y'all to understand and know, but everybody that's here, amen, everybody in here will be ministering his word. Everybody, everybody in here will be ministering this word. Amen. So you have to be developed. Amen. You have to be developed. Everybody in here has to be able to, to, to allow the spirit of God to use them at any given point to break this word down. Amen. To give an accurate revelation of what thus says the Lord. Amen. 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 Ain't nobody in here running from that, right? No. Amen. That's good. That's good. So tonight, this evening, I want you guys to turn with me to the book of Ephesians. Uh, we're going to go to chapter four. Amen. And we are going to, um, we're really talking about uh, understanding or identifying our call or our purpose. Amen. amen. Ephesians chapter four. Amen. When you have it, say amen and I'll begin to read it. Amen. amen. Ephesians chapter four. Amen. Identifying our call and our purpose because everybody in here has a call. Everybody in here has a purpose. Amen. We all remember the song, We All Got a Purpose. Yay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We all got a purpose each day we face. I forgot the list. So go. Bring it back. Bring it back. Resurrect that thing. Amen. We all got a purpose every day we face. When you put in your work and let the day go to waste. See, I move without a trace. Never get caught in action. When it's time to see his face, God explain my action. What about the reaction that could have helped this man? You know the word of God, but you hear his plan. The same plan keep the plan, so you know I'm with. Don't plan I appreciate you, bro. The rest of them hating on me. Ephesians chapter 4, y'all got it? Four. Ephesians, yeah, I'm sorry, say. Ephesians 4. Thank you for reminding me, sister. Y'all got it? Ephesians chapter 4. You got it, Zion? Ephesians chapter 4. Amen. Verse 1. Y'all ready? When you're ready, just say amen, huh? Amen. amen. I'm going to read it. I got to read it with some, 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 some pizzazz. Some oomph. When you get in that word, man, that word got uh, the word got to growl and bite you. Amen. <laughs> Y'all ready? Amen. Amen. The word of God says, "Therefore, I, the prisoner in the Lord, urge you to live worthy of the calling you have received." Amen. What's the first thing y'all notice in that? What is the what Paul says that he's a what? Prisoner. A prisoner. In the Lord. Now, in prison, people tell you when to get up, when to lay down, Amen. when to eat, yeah. when, when, when you can go to wreck. People tell you. How many of us are living our life like that in the Lord? Amen. God is literally Amen. telling you what you can do and what you can't do. Amen. 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 No, you're not there yet, brother. You're doing your own thing right now. Amen. We we gonna get you there. You won't come out there. So Ephesians chapter four. Ephesians chapter four. So the first thing we notice is Paul is a what? Now come on, let's be honest, man. How many of us are really a prisoner in Christ? Now that's not an oxymoron because Jesus said, "I've come to give a life and life more abundantly." Jesus said, "I have come to set the captives free." But the Scripture also says that Jesus went to place captivity captive. Amen. So I need to be well, locked up amen. in Christ, amen. amen. So every okay, this is not, not going to make sense. How do I do? Everything you do is revolved around Christ, but still able to relate to somebody that's not in Christ. Come on, see, this is where a lot of us have missed it at because so many of us think that being locked up in Christ means that I can't have nothing to do. Remember Sunday, the Word of God says, "Don't walk, don't stand, and don't what? Don't sit." Don't walk in the ways, don't walk with the ungodly. He said, don't stand with the sinners. He didn't say, don't reach them. He said that if you are a sinner, I just can't stand with you. Because if I stand and observe, see, if I'm with you, then I have to be reaching you. Each one, reach one, teach one, right? So get this up. So Paul says that I am a prisoner. So Paul is recognizing his state of mind. My thoughts have come subject. To the will of God. Y'all with me? Y'all with me? So he says that therefore I, the prisoner, and what preceded this, Paul was giving them a whole lot of the game. You feel me? A whole lot of what to do and what not to do. Amen. But he says, the I, the prisoner in the Lord, in the Lord, urge you to live worthy of the calling you have received. So everybody who identifies their calling. Are you living worthy to what you've been called to? 
You see what I'm saying? And so for those of us who don't know what our calling is, then you really like a loose cannon because you don't have nothing to live worthy to other than the fact that you are a believer in Christ. Is this making sense? Amen. So now God says that I need you to go a little bit farther than just your belief. Y'all see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay, that's good. You believe in me. Hey, good. I'm happy for you. I'm, you believe in me. But God says now is the time for you to go a little bit farther in your belief. You believe, but how many of us can explain why we believe? Other than he dies on my scene. Come on, anybody want to submit that? Anybody want to take a stab at that? Give me two people. Two people. Why do you believe? It's evidence. Evidence. Anybody else want to say something? Why did you believe? I've seen the words. You, you witnessed. And so the word of God says that if you have witnessed, if you have tasted the goodness of God. Amen. Amen. So the scripture says, he says that you have to live worthy of your calling. So, so now that means that the calling that's on my life, the calling has a standard has a standard. So if you've been called to be an evangelist, amen, you have to live worthy to that calling. Amen. How do you live worthy to that calling? How do you live worthy to that calling? Practice what you preach, God. Practice. That's simply put. Practice what you preach. Amen. Practice what you preach. Because Paul says that I have to be extremely cautious that the word that I preach to you is not the same word I'm getting disqualified by. Amen. You see what I'm saying? So I can't just talk to you about adultery and I'm out here committing adultery. Amen. I, so you mean to tell me I have a word that can help you, but then I fall short with the same word that's helping you? That's not how they go. That's not how they go. So we're talking about identifying our calling because a lot of us, we know that God has us here for a reason, but many of us, we don't know why. God has us here, and I need to know how many of us really feel like, God, if you just tell me what you want me to do, I'll do it. As easy as we want that to be. God, because I hear the Lord saying that, okay, if you want to be used by me, how bad do you want to be used by me? Amen. To what extent are you willing to go to be used by me? Are you willing to live worthy of the call that I've already placed on your life? He says, don't forget, I knew you before you were born in your mama's womb. Amen. Right? Amen. So Paul says this here. Paul says that, he says that, I urge you to live worthy of the calling you have received. So if you are even at a standstill with not knowing what it is that God wants you to do exactly, then the part that you do have uh, of loving God and the part that you do have in your belief, he says, live worthy to that. There's levels to this thing, right? 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 He says, look here, how do I live worthy? How do you live worthy? Somebody talk to me. How do you live worthy? How do you live worthy according to your calling? How do you live worthy? Somebody say, give me your word. Give me your word. Give me your word. Obedience to your word. Study to show yourself who? What else? What else? What else? Get in your word. I'm telling you, get in your word. Get in your word. Y'all talk to me through the word. Let's talk the word. Huh? Oh, stop right there. Be humble. He says you have to practice humility, not false humility. A lot of people know how to do that real well. Arrogant people practice playing like they humble. Bro, you know, ain't nothing humble about you. 
Y'all ain't never met nobody like that? Huh? False righteousness, self-righteousness. Y'all ain't never met no self-righteous oh, yeah. person? Amen. Come on, self. Come on. Come on. So, so he says that to walk worthy of your calling, he says that he says that you have to practice what? Humility. Being humble. You have to practice that thing. You gotta practice that thing. So what does it mean to be humble? That means literally considering yourself blackness. It may start off, it may start off rocky, Drake, but after you keep practicing that thing, it's gonna be easy for you to put you to the side. Okay, don't nobody, don't nobody want to receive that word right Who in here is struggling with being humble? It's my time. What that Jake G. Wentworth commercial say? It's my money. Lady K, I want it now. Not, not realizing that Jake G. Wentworth is going to take about 40% for that lump sum of change. So you got to begin to practice humility. This is how we walk worthy according to our calling. So, so if you've been called to be an evangelist, walking worthy simply means that I'm walking in a state of only where the spirit is leading me. If you are a prophetess or a prophet, then walking worthy of that calling means I'm only speaking what the spirit of God gives me to speak. Amen. I'm not peeping the scene and putting it together. How many of us know we can do that real well? I'm not up in your face talking about, yeah, 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 I, I see, I see some hurt. I see, I see, I see a big car. But you like Honda Civics. You see what I'm saying? So being a prophet or a prophetess, walking worthy of that calling means I'm cultivating more my relationship with his spirit because it's his spirit that gives me what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing, and what I'm saying. Because at the end of the day, it ain't me. How many of you know that every time you go to help somebody, that's not you? Come on. That's his spirit. How did you know? How did you know that's his spirit? Let's talk to me one time. The spirit is good. The flesh is weak. Come on. The spirit is good. The flesh is weak. And the flesh is selfish. The flesh is so weak that the flesh is only concerned about itself. Anybody here like that? Anybody ever been in here like that? I got mine. Huh? The flesh is selfish. The spirit is what? Giving. 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 So he says, with all humility and, and, and with gentleness, stop being harsh with people. Amen. Stop being, just because you are at liberty to go off on somebody, does that mean you need to go off on them? That's childish. No, I like how you said that. that, that that's childish. That's inventory. That's, there's no spiritual development there. Come on. It's not. It's not. You, you, they talking to you crazy. You got the right to convene yourself and talk crazy back, but now you got to realize the representation. You're representing a living God. You're representing a risen Savior. So, man, look, bro, what, at what point do you begin to fall back and say, you got that? Talking spiritual development. Amen. Yes, Amen. Right. Yeah, right. Ask yourself what spirit am I dealing with? Amen. What spirit am I dealing with? To be able to. I, I, I literally witnessed, man. I literally witnessed a lady, man. She, she, she was dealing with a demonic spirit, bro. And the spirit that the spirit, the, the spirit that she was dealing with, the Holy Spirit showed me what she was dealing with, and it was a mental spirit. It was a spirit attacking her mental capacity, and she went left with the wrong person. 
Y'all missing it. Y'all yeah. missing it. She went left with the wrong person. I'm peeping everything from a distance. I knew it was God's appointment because I made it to this place earlier than what I would typically make it to this place. And so I'm peeping game from the car. I'm watching everything. It's funny how the Spirit of the Lord was revealing that thing to me because I seen the actions. I read the Bible. I know there wasn't nobody with the Spirit of the Lord. I read the body language. I knew that. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I'm chilling and I'm peeping. And so when she left the door, the Spirit said, get out. Yeah. I got out and I went up to the door. And remember, I told you, she went left with the wrong one. But the little lady in there, man, the little lady was no taller than this here. And when I walked through that door, she had to rest in that purse and grab the shank. Grab the shank. And she hit that door. Hey! Hey! <laughs> she went left with the wrong one, Drake. Little bitty thing. Hey! Oh, man. The Spirit said, go get her, Jake. <laughs> so I turned around. I said, uh, excuse, excuse me, excuse me. Because she was going to know what she was talking about. I said, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. She said, yes. She had one of them shanks that was a hook, too. So I said, yeah, 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 that was a purge and shank. So I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I need some, I need some help, I need some help. So she said, huh, what, what you need? Because she works there. I said, look, man, I said, nah, man, she got me bad stuff. <laughs> She's like, she been in here before and she didn't act like that. She must be on something. And I said, well, now, sis, I say that lady is dealing with a mental issue. And she said, well, but still, I say. I know that she owns something. She could be missing her best. She said, you're right. I say, only one person going to get in trouble out here. That's you. But she done left. <laughs> you begging her to come back. She thought about it. Came in there and put that shank on too. I got to know what praise the Lord. Amen. Well, you know what your calling is. You operate in your calling. But it was the Spirit of God who revealed that whole thing to me. And it was the Spirit of God that showed me how to respond and how to act. Because I know some people like Ron. I mean, I know some people. You feel me? I know some people who would have been like, get us this. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But let me tell you something. 
walking with God, mm -hmm. I don't have to have that yeah. interaction with they can't, they can't hit you like that. No, because they see my spirit. My mm -hmm. spirit is, I ain't coming in here to go back and forth. Hey, tell me where I need to go. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to go yeah. ahead and do what I need to do. That's it. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying when you're humble. Yeah. And that's it. I have the ability to humble myself. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if you have a J-O-B, you have to work unto the people as you are working unto the Lord. So what happens when them people, I mean those people, try to interfere with what you got going on with the Lord? You still have to come subject to those people. Because you cannot embarrass God. How you look going to work telling somebody what you're not doing, telling your supervisor what you're not I wish somebody would come tell them, Jay, this is what I'm not going to go. You need to go home. Amen. Try it again. Not here, though. Never. No more. You're fine. Go about your business. First offense, bro. You ain't going to come tell me what you're not going to do. You signed up for this. You knew what the business was before. What you not going to do? Yeah. Bro, and oh my God, don't let me find out you believe in Jesus talking like that. Okay, don't nobody want to talk. Look out. Let me say something. So you have a lot of people believe in Jesus. And they say they 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 proclaim that they're about love. But they deliver in the way that they speak to just because you in God. You gotta understand you representation of God. Absolutely. So when I'm talking to you, Jay, you should see God in me. Absolutely. And it's, and it's just your delivery. It is the way that you say things. Righteous. There you go. Yeah. And and, and, and that's the piece because Sister Sheila, we're in Ephesians chapter four. Uh, we somewhere around the second verse, I think. Uh, we got a lot of verses to cover. So, but look, no, 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 that does not give a person a person in authority have to be extra cautious as to how they're dealing with people, especially if you are in Christ. So, and I get it, you know what I'm saying? You can't let nobody play you for weak because the position that you're hired for is an authoritative position, but you can't use your authority to belittle and to break somebody down just because you can't. That's not God. So, absolutely. So, just like you as an operational officer, have to be humble to the corporate. The corporate has to operate in humility with the operational officer. Because guess what? Y'all both need each other. Because if I wasn't here, you wouldn't have nobody to supervise. Amen. Come on, oh, Sister Tori, what you had? I was just saying, uh, even though Kenyatta don't want to be a supervisor, look how God gave her that favor because of her humbleness that mm -hmm. somebody see it. Amen. It's, 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 uh, it's manifesting that she is humble and that the supervisor feel like she'll be able to <coughs> handle that position. Absolutely. And it didn't take that long to Amen. get, you know, get to another level. Another plateau. Now get this up, Lady K. You came from corporate. You've been prepared. For that type of position. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to do stuff that we don't want to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but God, that's going to come flip with my whole thing. But God say, I'm going to use this one position that you don't want to do and change your whole life. Amen. 
I get it. I get it. We get caught up in some stuff that we. But the average preacher didn't want to preach. <laughs> the average evangelist didn't want. Can you only imagine being at full throttle, full stride, and doing dirt, and then the Lord say, "It's time to stop."
did one of your numbers, like to speak out, go against all that, because I knew where my morals was at. You know Amen. what I'm saying? And sometimes we can come out the gate a little bit too fast, not really understanding. You know what I mean? All we can see is, hey, man, that ain't right, that ain't right, that ain't right. Come on. But that's putting yourself in, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in more harm's way. Because the more you do that, the more you make the camera target. Okay? So I went through my six months defense, uh, uh, suspension. I ate that. You know what I mean? Took it like a champ. God took care of me that whole six months. Only worked one day a week, got one paycheck, $80 a day. Mm-hmm. Lived on that for six months. You know what I'm saying? But I took that with a grain of salt, and I said, well, God, what was the message? He said, well, the message was, you can't go in trying to change something. Hey, man. You can't change something that's already been set in place. But you can be an example of the right thing on what to do. And if you just be silent, you know what I mean, then the assignment can go ahead and come through. Now, let me tell you, as I was getting ready to exit out the door, because when the assignment comes, when you do your assignment, that's usually when your door is getting ready to exit out of that right there. You just got to finish the assignment, okay? So as I was doing the assignment, what ended up happening is that from the top, bottom, the change happened from the top, down, inside, out, not the opposite, okay? And once they started seeing that, they was like, well, Adrian, why? I mean, we done threw everything at you. You done stood up through everything. God has taken care of you. You ain't wanted for nothing. God has fed you everything. You've been doing all right. What what is it? I said it's because I'm obedient to what is right. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on. So now I'm not looking at it as a job, I'm looking at it as a sign. So what I'm saying? So my assignment is okay, I have to be able to teach, motivate, and train others on how to be better because if we're trying to grow, then it has to start with me. You see what I'm saying? It has to start with us. If it don't start with us, then how can we expect sympathy? You see what I'm saying? So, you know, so it's the assignment. Now, yeah, they play with it. You know what I mean? You want to see those that play with it? Oh, yeah, well, I go to church. I do this. I do all that. But your heart ain't done. Let me Me and Jay talked about it. Come on. Different between wanting to and to. Okay? I got here. Okay, we know you have to take care of it. But it's more of a faction. Is in it. That's what you want to do. Right? Why do you get up early in the morning? Why do you feel? Why do you go out and do things? Because I want to. Because at the end of the day, yeah. they're going to be yeah. taken care of. And I know that I'm all right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know they're going to be all right. There's a difference between having to want to. But if you just have to do something, your heart ain't going to be there. If you're just doing it out of the moment, it's just going to do it. Oh, man, that's crazy. Because I get up and I want to go to work. You know what I'm saying? Because on Friday, I want to see a chick. You know what I'm saying? I want to see them eat, even though all they eat is Timmy Chan. Let's climb a little deeper. Let's climb a little deeper. Let's climb a little deeper. The word of God says that, um, he says that with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. Y'all, as we begin to grow up, as we begin to develop, these are some of the attributes that we're going to have to begin to take on. Amen. You are going to have to become the peacemaker. At the sake of looking weak, you are going to have to become the peacemaker. When people want to cut up with you, you don't have to keep the peace. Amen. Even though you are at liberty to cut up back, you are going to have to keep the peace. This is a part of our spiritual development. That means your spirit man is growing up, amen. 
man. Your spirit, man, is beginning to outgrow your natural, man. Amen. So the way that you will respond in your natural state, your spirit say, baby, I'm farther down the road. Yeah. Oh, y'all missed that. You, you missed that. Your spirit man said, look here. See, see, your spirit man and your natural man start off walking the same steps, amen. Your spirit and your natural are running parallel with each other. This is why it is so easy for us to jump into the natural and then jump back into the spiritual. Jump back in the natural and then jump back in the spiritual. Now, this reminded me of that dance they be doing. Oh. You, you see what I'm saying? Amen. One, two, one, two. But, but see, in, it's in your spiritual development, you out here. At some point, you are going to get sick of your natural man. Sick of him. He with you. He's been with you for a long time. But you're going to get sick of him. And one day, my God, now I'm prophesying to you. One day, you're going to enter into that spiritual man. And you're going to realize, this is where I want to be. And this is where you're going to begin to take all of your steps. And everything that needs to be conducted outside of the spiritual realm is going to be conducted from your spiritual eyes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so what's going to begin to happen in spiritual development is your spirit man is going to begin to stand up straight. Your spirit man is going to begin to take one, two, three steps at a time. Your natural man not going to know what's going on because you're not entertaining him no more. You done made me look like a fool long enough, amen. Okay, y'all don't, don't want to receive this thing. Your spirit man is going to begin to lead your natural man. But you still have to conduct in this natural world. So look here, you still have to go out amongst them, amen. You are in this world, but you are not of this world. So therefore, my activities are going to be spiritually, divinely appointed, amen. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Understand your spirit, man. This is why spiritual development is so, 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 so important, amen. So, so pivotal, amen. Because get this up you have to learn that you're going to have to become the peacemaker as much as it is in your authority. Now, you're gonna have some people that you come across that's just gonna outright want to act a fool, amen. act a fool. Just don't put your hands on it, amen. <laughs> Just don't put your hands. Now, nah, look, man. You, you, you. Look, let me tell you what's going to happen even with that. Amen. You are going to begin to identify foolish spirits. And you are going to begin to go the other way. Amen. You can't run up on nobody trying to preach them a word and you already know that they ain't trying to receive no word. Amen. You know what? I was literally talking to somebody Saturday, man, and the Spirit Lord said, Jake, leave that conversation alone. Amen. And this cat came back still trying to talk about that girl. I said, brother, the Spirit of the Lord told me to leave this conversation alone. And I smoothly walked off. For real. So, you, your spirit man is going to begin to identify those who want to act crazy. I'll be coming down to King sometime, bro, and I'll just be in the truck praying. Man, I said, oh, one of clowns do not swing in my lane. Because my natural man was to hit the gas. <laughs> but my spirit man say, no, you pull over and let them clowns go. Amen. Get out their way. Get out their way. Get out the way. Let them have it. Then I run. Jay, you remember when you was him? Jay, you remember when you was him? You see what I'm saying? 
It's just us growing. We got to begin to grow up. Amen. We got to be. When do we grow up in God? Amen. How sickening is it to see somebody in God for 30 years have no development? It's okay when you first get to God, you still got a little messy. You <laughs> a little messy. <laughs> you've been walking with the Lord. You've been walking with the Lord. Man of God, you've been prophesying and praying. You're still messy. Woman of God, you still got something to say about Sister Shirley. Yeah. Uh, when you going to grow up? Then if you tell them, if you tell one of the men of God that, one of them great men of God, you tell one of them that, oh, they're going to get dignified. He says in verse four, it says, there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope at your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, one father of all who is above all and through all and in all. Now, now, what that's saying is this, bro, it's only one God. Amen. All this other stuff we got going on, are you representing the one God? The one God. So that means what? That means you can no longer, as you grow spiritually, you can no longer have two faces. You can't be out here being a two-faced person. One minute when you're in the church, oh, I see the spiritual you. But then when we out the church, I see the natural you. Yeah. Ah, bro. You're going to see the same me. However I am out there, that's how you're going to see me in here. Amen. Let me tell you something. The same conversations I have out there Amen. are the same conversations I have in here. He says that, the word of God says that now grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. For it says when he ascended on high, he took the captives captive. Okay. <laughs> he took the captives captive. It also means that he took captivity captive. He took the desolate places. It's a desolation. Oh my God. So the same ones that's bringing you all that turmoil, that same force that keep riding you for no reason, he's going to take them and somebody's going to ride them for no reason. All right. That's true. Scripture say, give what? It shall be given. See, sometimes you just got to be the one with the smile. Amen. But when you become a spiritual development, sometimes it be hard. Because it was for me, um, as he said, like a, a boss. Like, she didn't know nothing about me. Uh -huh. I knew my job, you know, because of the previous manager that I had. Mm -hmm. But it, it had just got to a point where she was just really, really rude. Mm -hmm. So at some point, you know, I was very respectable at some point. I just had to go a little bit beyond to her supervisor because if it was me being disrespectful, they'll walk me up out of there. Oh yeah. And so and so I, you know, I would come in there, I would put my spiritual stuff, music on, I would anoint I started anointing the keyboard, mm -hmm. the 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 door oh, when she opened went, it up. Went all the way I went all the way because she really didn't know me. Yeah, you know, yeah. because 
people perception of yeah. you. you know? Absolutely. And and one day, well, when I called her supervisor, he was like, "Don't worry about it. You know, you go home, and the other lady go home mm -hmm. because it was two of us." Yeah. And then we come back the next day. They had then walked up out of that. Come on. So the by same that thing. me being patient and just continuously mm -hmm. walk with God and, and talk with God and Him grooming me. Amen. I seen it. Speedily. And that's and that's it. And it's so good. It wasn't speedily. Now, now you know, you know. Y'all know. Y'all know snitches get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> you the one told on that woman. We found out she was waiting for you to park the lot. But now, now, sit it up, sit it up, sit it up. This is what God is designed to do to us and do for us. He's designed for us to grow up, amen. And we got to stop being so sensitive as believers, bro. We got to learn how to begin to literally overlook some stuff. I mean, what do you think? It, I mean, I know it didn't take Jesus nothing. But then again, it took Jesus something. But Jesus said, well, forgive them for they know not what they See, a lot of times you don't understand when you are in the process or when you are in the in the caterpillar phase of your life, man, or when you're in that cocoon, people don't understand what's going on with you inside of that transformation chamber. And so people don't really know when you got to come out of that thing knowing that you really don't know who you're missing. That's what he said, touch not my anointing, do my profit no harm. See, you got to understand that as God begins to grow us up, People really don't know what they dealing with. Amen. Amen. What they dealing with. Amen. What they did. See, one thing I learned that the loudest one in the room, like 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 um, Frank said, the loudest one in the room is typically the weakest one in the room. It's the ones that ain't saying nothing, amen. So you gotta know that that okay, man. See what, what goes on now is this, man. I might pull up somewhere, amen. I was telling somebody this the other day. I said, when my son followed me somewhere, my son always plays the back. When he in his car and I'm in my car, and I go somewhere, my son always plays the background. So nobody, wherever we are, nobody know we together. Y'all see what I'm saying? So we, as God continues to grow us up, this is why he has us here in spiritual development. Don't think we're just here to be here. Don't think because he ain't gave me something else to talk about. He just won't release me from this place, amen? So everybody that's here now, everybody who has been committed, you are about to enter into a new phase of your life. And it's going to require you to be developed. I can't take this young man and, and throw him in the sixth grade and, 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 and if he haven't been through the process. I mean, unless he's just extremely God will fast-track us sometimes. He, he, he will fast-track us sometimes. And so, so we're going back, y'all. We are in Ephesians chapter 4, uh, 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 verse, 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 what, what, what are we? Verse, verse 9. He says that, but what does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower parts of the earth? The one who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens to fill all things. So get this up. The things that we are facing, y'all, we have to understand. We have a high priest that has already faced it. You see what I'm saying? He has not only ascended, but he descended. Amen. So he has covered everything. The only thing we have to do is keep our focus. See, see, some of us too, some of us are too easily distracted. But this is what God is attempting to do in this season of our life. He wants to grow us up so we can get beyond the distraction. Many of us are not in the place that we desire to be in life because we have been distracted for so long. Amen. I can't seem to get my foot 
And here you is, all back here. And God say, God put his hand all up in your shirt, pulling you through the thing. Wait a minute, God. It's like old dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. You walk to the dog, and the dog sees something over there, and then he he stops and he investigates, and you smell it walk. Then you gotta kind of pull and choke him. Says that, and he himself 
gave some, uh-oh, to be apostles. He gave. This is not past tense. Apostle Paul and Peter now, those were not the last of the apostles. They were not. The scripture says that he gave some to be apostles. And some to be prophets, and some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers. Now, I'm going to share this with you. In the apostolic, they call it the fivefold ministry, but Paul has only described four offices. Pastor and teacher is the same office. It's the same office. But the apostle, so you got to understand, those are special ambassadors for a special type of work. The evangelists, those are, they are called for that. So this is why you have to give the gap. That's what I'm saying? It's the same way with a Christian artist and a secular artist. Y'all both have a gift. Now, what sets you apart is, what are you using your gift for? Are you using it to uplift? But then even with some of that Christian music, I got to be careful, man, because some of that Christian music is depressing, bro. You ain't never got nothing. You always messing up. Listen to us all today, God. I don't know why you keep using me as much as I mess. Why do you keep messing up, bro? Amen. Am I wrong? Come on. His, as his spirit increases in us. His, as, as his spirit. See, the word of God says that when the flood, when the enemy comes in, it then it says, like a flood. But the flood has been accredited to the enemy when the flood is not for the enemy. The flood is for the spirit. Because the word of God says that when the enemy comes. So what do I get from this? Oh, he's coming. He's coming. Amen. He coming. He says, but like a flood. See, the spirit comes in like a flood. He says, and the spirit raises the standard. If you flood it out, stuff gonna flow. The spirit of God is the flood. And God said that when the enemy comes, if you are in tune and if you are in alignment, you ain't gonna be long before he show up on your behalf. All you gotta be able to do is to endure some stuff, amen. We've been ready to do it for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And get this up. Your morning comes as soon as you turn loose, whatever it is that's making you weak. You in the house crying because he left. But wasn't you the same one you said? You would have told all your homegirls you tired of him. But when he grabbed his bag and leave, you cry. Nobody want to talk. Bro, bro, you said she'd have stole off on you for the last time. And now you losing your mind because the abuser is gone. But I loved it, huh? <laughs> Man, y'all better stop that. Man, my wife was gone for a whole week. Man, I almost lost my mind. Man, God, no. <laughs> Man, where do I listen to Keith? <laughs> Hey, man. So look, y'all. Look, y'all. Look, y'all. I want us to close on this here. Understanding our calling. Amen. Somebody turn with me to Acts 20 and 24. Acts 20 and 24. Acts 20 and 24. When you have it, just say amen. Because this is how we begin to operate in our calling. Amen. This is how we begin to operate in our calling. 
we have to begin to recognize and realize some things about us. Amen. The first thing you have to identify and recognize about you is it ain't about you. Amen. Bad English. Yes, Lord. It, it, it is not about you. Yes, the, and any man or woman with a family, with children, can attest to what's being said. When you have those children, you automatically realize well, you got some that it didn't happen automatically. You got some that it took them a season to realize, oh, baby, that ain't about you no more. You, you see what I'm saying? You got you got two pieces at the same time. You, you see what I'm saying? Well, you, boy, you got, you got, I, I met a young man today, that boy said he got nine children. This young man here, man. <laughs> well, come on in, Mr. Blake. Well, nine, nine piece, boy. And see, one thing about it, if I have nine kids, you better believe I'm going to marry her. Because that child support going to kill you. For real. Child support is a hustle, y'all. All women don't fall in that category because some women do understand that if you take care of your child, then it ain't even no need for that. But for an immature, huh? Yeah, that's true too, but. Oh, she got to bring it to the people's attention that you the baby daddy and that he, you ain't kicking in. You feel me? It ain't like a domestic violence case to where if you put your hands on that woman and then you go to court and that woman dropped the toy, then the state going to pick that up. I don't know. I ain't no child support. You feel me? But look, 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 look. Nine, a nine piece, bro. That's a lot of children. If I had a nine-piece, you better believe they're going to all be by the same woman. Oh, I, I, I was taught, but my daddy got an 11-piece all by the same woman. That's a whole deal. Come on, man. You should have seen how it was when Pops to take us to Golden Corral and pay that. <laughs> Boy, they used to hate to see us coming. They used to talk about us, Brother David, when we go to the family reunion. They were, boo, got the family reunion with him. Boy, you a whole sucker, boy. You, boy, we gonna be back here squatting behind the barbecue pit. Keep on, say something else. That was for my say. Hey, say something else, cuz. Say, say, Ephesians. I mean, Acts. The book of Acts, twenty and twenty-four. The word of God says that. But I consider my life of no value to myself. Oh my God. He says that my purpose. It's to finish my course. Hallelujah. Come on here, y'all. And, and the ministry that, that, that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of God's grace. Y'all, y'all, y'all miss this thing here. He says that, but I consider my life of no value. See, the problem of it is a lot of us in the church, we ain't there yet. We still think it's about us. But it ain't, it ain't about me, bro. You know what my excitement and my joy is? To see y'all on the Wednesday, on the Sunday, and, and any other day that these doors open, to see y'all press y'all way in here. And then, not only to see you press your way in here, but then to hear you engaging and interacting with me. And, and to hear your ministry. Because guess what? Y'all minister to me as I minister to you. This is what my excitement is about, amen. To hear you rightfully divide the word of truth, amen. Stop taking it out of context. Put it in the context. What does it mean? What does it say? Oh, you really believe that because you got saved, you wouldn't go, go through no more turmoil? Where do you get that from? Where they do that at? You, you really believe that? It ain't going to never get better? 
Come on, come on, come on. Y'all get it, get it, get it, get it. He says that, but I consider my life of no value to myself. This is what we pressing to, y'all. Spiritual development. God says that right now, it's time. It's time for you to have that epiphany. It's time for you to have that revelation that, bro, this ain't about you. Glory. This is not about you. Brother David, you being what you are, it ain't because of you you being there, amen. It's because you have an assignment in there. And guess what? You may not be released from there until your assignment is completed. I guarantee you this. If you seek God, even the more, seek the Spirit, even the more, when your assignment is finished, God is going to open up a new door. Amen. Amen. You got to finish that assignment. Amen. You got to finish that assignment. You got to finish that assignment. See, that's the difference between, I like what you said, Brother Adrian, because you, you, you were saying job and assignment, and that's the same thing with job and work. Your, 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 your job may not necessarily be your work. See, your work is something that you've been created for. Your work came with you. Come on here. Come on here. Your work shaped what you've been created for. See, whatever you find the most peace in doing, whatever you enjoy doing the most, what, let me put it like this. Whatever you can do without really looking for compensation is tied up in your purpose. Amen. I can do this all day without looking for a check. Amen. Paul told him, he said, if I sow spiritual things unto you, is it wrong for me to reap a monetary or natural harvest from you? Paul said, look here, you can bless me. I can accept a financial gift from you. Paul said that if I preach the gospel, I should make my living from the gospel. But see, a lot of preachers fail to repeat the rest of it. He said that because I didn't want to put a burden on the church. You got five people in your church. They can't afford to take care of you. Get your butt up and don't sell a tick. Go to work. Amen. Go to work. Amen. Yes, Lord. Go to work. Amen. This is not about us. Your call is not about you. Whatever you and then I, I, I love people who have the gift and talents in their hands. Amen. In their hands. Like beauticians and barbers and I, I love those because, hey, bro, you really don't recognize how much power you have when you're sitting in your chair. Amen. You see what I'm saying? So this is why, like, when you go in the barbershop, you hear all the beauty salon, you hear all that food. It's talking girl, he ain't no good, bro. You seen that, bro? Hey, look, bro, when do we talk about the Lord again? But you know them barbers, they be versatile. You want to talk about the Lord? We talk about him, too. Y'all remember that song, Hair Eraser? 
<laughs> That's a side side song. Too many people ain't know about that. Amen. You, you can't be that. So we have to understand and still that. But I consider my life of no value. And I know for some of us in the body of Christ, that's a little far-fetched. Amen. That's a little far-fetched. But oh my God, Paul said that I, I, I'm a prisoner in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. When you realize that, look, bro, whatever I have, whatever I'm doing, bro, that's not me. If I'm speaking into your life or encouraging, bro, that's not Jay. That's not Jay. For real. And the father Jay can get away from Jay. Big facts. Big facts. See what I'm saying? The father, I can get away from that dude. See, this is why you have to stop allowing people to resurrect your old man. You gotta stop allowing people to resurrect your old man. If if, if you was that certain nickname in the club or in the street, don't you let nobody call you that in the God in God. Oh, nah, that ain't, that ain't going in. Mm-hmm. God changed my name. Old yeah. things have passed away. All things have become new. But brother, I hear what you're saying, but I see you doing the same things that you was doing. So brother, are you deceiving yourself? I understand it ain't no deception like self-deception, brother. You're crazy. That's, 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 that's. He, here in Acts, he says, that, he says that I don't have no value my life has no value to myself. My purpose is to finish my course. How many of us there? Y'all be honest. Y'all be honest. How many of us are there? How many of us are there? I want to. I, I, I almost don't count, baby. We got to get there. And if you're not there, you have to realize why you're not there. Why you're not there. Why, why you're not there. You've been in God long enough. Why aren't you there? Why are you still struggling? With what you're struggling with. Do you not understand that you have the victory already? Why are you still struggling with what you're struggling with? Some people still struggle with what they struggle with because they like the attention. I used to tell him when he was in the world, you got to be careful of what all this attention because attention, whether it's bad or whether it's good, you're going to pray. This is why a lot of people get in a lot of trouble because it's still a form of attention. Amen. Amen. See, God says that you need to get to this place. Yes, sir. Uh, fear of the call. Fear of the call. Fear of, fear of accepting the call. Fear of accepting the call. If you know you got the call, I mean, everybody, I don't care who you talk to, me, that's calling on my life, this, this, that, 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 still, you know, having issues there. I mean, they're still trying to get that. Those things to say. 